Niggas need to go to therapy, man. Um, I've said it before. I'm going to keep saying it. And right now, we're going to do a mini monologue series about the four major things I learned in therapy that changed my life. And hopefully, it can motivate somebody else to hop in therapy. All right? So the first major thing I learned in therapy that changed my life was that I had a sex addiction. Um, I was dealing with... I was. I went to therapy for infidelity. Like I was going crazy, doing a lot of shit that I regret. And uh, I went to therapy about it. And I ended up finding out that the root of the issue wasn't infidelity. It was actually the sex addiction that was just showing up as infidelity in my relationships. And basically, uh, now it wasn't a sex addiction of I want to have sex all the time. It was a thing of I was using sex to cope with my negative emotions. So instead of just dealing with my emotions head on, sitting with myself, figuring stuff out, I would run to sex. You know what I'm saying? The same way somebody would get high to go to sleep because they feel uncomfortable or because they feel in grief. Somebody died, they get drunk, whatever. Like for me, it was sex. Like if I'm uncomfortable, I gotta have sex. I gotta have sex to relax. And um, we end up finding out in therapy. It was so cold the way my therapist connected the dots back to when I was like seven years old. And uh, it was just uh, my parents and me in the apartment. And the apartment used to get broken into all the time. Like niggas used to just break in the apartment. I used to hear the footsteps and I. it was to the point where I could. I could recognize who footsteps, like, them ain't familiar footsteps, somebody in here. And uh, I jump under the bed. I got a little brave as I got older, and I hide in the closet with a hammer in my hand. You know what I'm saying? But it fucked me up. And fast forward, when I was about 11, we moved into this house. It had two stories. You know what I'm saying? My 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 room was upstairs. My parents would be at work, whatever, in the summertime. You know what I'm saying? They'd leave me home alone. And it was like living in a haunted house. Like, I'd be upstairs playing a game in the house by myself, and i hit something downstairs. And it'll just be like, I gotta go down. Like, I'll be trapped in my room of fear, like from fear to the point where I wouldn't even go to the bathroom. But, you know, eventually I would have to leave out that room and look around the house to make sure there's nobody there for me to feel relaxed again. Um, but going around the house, like coming downstairs, it wasn't no open floor plan back then, you know what I'm saying? So it's walls up everywhere. So it's like turning every corner in the house trying to make sure there's nobody inside the house. Then it feel like a haunted house. You know what I'm saying? You're just waiting on something to jump out at you. So like just living with that anxiety and fear every day while my parents was at work was just too much. You know what I'm saying? So one day I'm looking through my father's DVDs trying to find a movie to watch and up finding like Round and Brown, Volume 2 or Booty Talk 24 or some crazy shit like that. And um, pop it in an Xbox like, man, what is this? You know, porn, come on. It's my first time seeing, you know, some shit like this. And, um... It felt like two minutes went by and my mama was home from work, just like that. And it was just like, really five hours had went by. And it was just like, man, I didn't, feel, I wasn't scared. You know, I, I didn't feel no anxiety. I felt completely comfortable and the time flew by. So from that day on, I was addicted to the shit. It was like, and it wasn't about like masturbating. Of course, you know, I'm horny, I'm watching shit, I'm a kid, all this ass bouncing, of course. But it was like, it wasn't about none of that. It was really about the companionship of this. these DVDs are like, making me feel safe. Like this stuff is making me, you know, feel confident and cool and just relaxed in this house where I feel like extreme anxiety. You know what I'm saying? So um, I carried that into adulthood to the point where it went from DVDs to actual women. And the difference is like, you know, that DVD can't get attached to me. You don't have feelings and emotions. You know, these women do. So that was the problem about, you know what I'm saying, with what I was doing. And the thing is, you know, um, I was in this relationship and uh, we was dating, we had this big argument, we broke up about six months later, we started talking again. She went through my phone, she came to me like, uh, you had sex with four girls in three days. And I was like, the fuck is you talking about? That's like some shit I would do in like college where it was just like pussy all around me. Like, I don't got time as a grown man to be having sex with four chicks in three days. Like, what you talking about? 
So she like, nah, I went through your phone. You got the videos, the timestamps. You recorded all four of them. You know what I'm saying? So I, I see that you had sex before. We had an argument one day. The next morning you had sex with a girl. That night you had sex with a different girl. And for the next two nights you had sex with two different women. You know what I'm saying? It was four, four different chicks in three days. And I'm just like, damn, that's crazy. Because it wasn't even intentional. And it, it wasn't like I was trying to have four sex, like sex with four different girls in three days. It was that it was like when nighttime hit, I can't fall asleep with these negative emotions. Like I can't do it. You know what I'm saying? So I'm looking for something. I'm scrolling through my through my contacts and through Instagram, trying to hit up whoever could come through, you know what I'm saying, to get me through the night so I don't have to deal with whatever anxiety I'm dealing with, whatever emotion I'm dealing with. I couldn't I didn't know how to just sit alone and handle my own emotions. So that's what I ran to. You know what I'm saying? I've been doing this shit since I was eleven years old. You know what I'm saying? So um my therapist pointing that out to me it helped me immediately. Like at this point, you know, we worked through a lot of it, but even just her pointing it out and connecting the dots in that way, um, it gave me the awareness that as soon as I would do it again, or as soon as I would begin to do it again and just start to look through things when I'm when I'm feeling uncomfortable, it'd be like, nah, bro, like you you're not doing this cause you bored or cause you up late or cause you wanna go out. You're doing this because you don't want to deal with what the fuck you got going on. You really need to just sit the fuck down and deal with it. You really need to just be alone right now. You really need to just figure it out. You know what I'm saying? Like like I say, most people would turn to to weed or liquor or whatever, but I barely smoke. I, I I barely drink. You know what I'm saying? Like sex is my vice. You know what I'm saying? I think everybody have an addiction of something that they turn to to cope with negative emotions they don't wanna that they don't wanna deal with. You know what I'm saying? But of course that don't make it right. So um that was the big issue with me and it it I wasn't treating women right because of that addiction and I wasn't treating myself right. So hopefully that can sway somebody to step into therapy if they need to and make sure y'all stay tuned for the rest of the mini series uh, with the other three things that I learned from therapy. It's amazing the one excuses for a nigga not to get it. If you a nigga looking for excuses, you always be able to find them. But over here that shit is unacceptable. I always felt like I could do anything. If the vision is clear, the work is easy. I might have thought it was going to take an hour and it took a week. I hustle for my last name. I don't hustle for my first. I'm either going to make it or I'm not. And when I, if I don't, it, I can't sit back and point the finger at nobody. Words is powerful. You can really impact people. They do not understand who I am. They, do, they will not understand until after I'm gone. Would you rather be at war with yourself and at peace with the world? or at peace with yourself and at war with the world.